Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, I'm waging war on Major League Baseball umpires, especially Angel Hernandez after what happened in the Phillies game last night and him ejecting Bryce Harper for a terrible, terrible call from down the third baseline. We'll get into that. The Phils-Mets game one has been postponed due to inclement weather. They're going to play a doubleheader tomorrow. Does this help the Phillies? Does this hurt the Phillies? Does it matter? Even though, like, well, I mean, including the game doesn't matter. Like, how does that play out for the rest of the season? And an interesting development with the Arizona Diamondbacks and what went down yesterday in the NL wildcard race. All of that on today's episode of Locked on Phillies. You are locked on Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Thank you so much for checking us out. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. That's the best way to get uh, following Locked On Phillies and to get notifications and everything. Subscribe. It takes like two seconds. It costs you absolutely nothing. And let you know when new videos and content are posted from Locked On Phillies. So if you haven't done that yet, go to YouTube and uh, go ahead and do that. I appreciate it. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just go ahead and click the subscribe button. Right in the corner of your screen. Uh, appreciate it very much if you have uh, if you plan on doing that. So thank you. Uh, you can also check out some of my work on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio. NBC Sports Philadelphia occasionally on the television side. All that good stuff. And, uh, of course, I'm your host of Lock On Phillies. Let's jump into the episode today. And, like, so last night's game doesn't matter. The, the hangover game didn't really matter anyway. But it was fun to just talk about that one because the Phillies won it. But none of these games have any bearing on the standings. And for me, who predicted the Phillies have 91 wins and wants to hit that exactly, I could use a couple more W's on the season. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. The Phillies could lose their next three games and finish 89 and 73, and they'd be the same spot if they won the next three games. So the stakes are very low. But some players are still trying to get at bats in, trying to get work in, trying to stay in a zone so that they stay hot going into the postseason. Not everyone's playing. Not everyone's playing as hard as they normally do. Not everyone's playing full games. Guys might be getting lifted early, whether it's pitchers or position players. But when you're a true competitor, every time you step out on that field, you want to try and play it like it's Game 7 of the World Series. Not to the point where you get hurt or anything like that, but that's the focus and intensity the great ones attack the game with. And Bryce Harper is a great one. And one of the greatest. Uh, I mean, I absolutely love everything about him, including the intensity that he attacks every game with, whether that game matters or not in the grand scheme of things. And last night, he worked hard to work a walk against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Thought he was heading down to first base. Uh, he had a check swing on the final at bat. And if you're looking from the side, like if you're watching on YouTube, you can kind of see the emotion I'm making. He like stopped probably about here, um, about like, maybe six inches or more shorter than what he needed to stop to be called a ball, to have it ruled that he did not offer at the pitch. He didn't swing. I mean, if you're not watching on YouTube, like uh, trying to explain it, but he was, it wasn't close is what I'm trying to say. There's some where it's like 50, 50 right on the line. And it turns into a judgment call for the umpire down the third baseline for a lefty batter, the first baseline for a righty batter. 
And this one was not a judgment call. He flat out did not swing. Honestly, it's a bad job by the home plate umpire to even send that call down to Angel Hernandez at third base. Because as the home plate umpire, you don't have to allow appeals. Like a catcher can ask for you to appeal. But if you believe you saw it with on a, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you can just stick with your ruling and just say, no, we're not appealing that. Take your base or ball or strike or whatever. So it's the same thing as if an umpire wanted to ring someone up on strikes or call it a swing or whatever. I mean, it's a home plate umpire's judgment. But he sends it down to Angel Hernandez, who then makes a terrible call. Bryce Harper already in the process of taking off his um, protective shin guard and everything there. And Angel Hernandez calls him out on the swing. And Harper goes absolutely ballistic, as he should. He storms down the third baseline, screaming every word in the book at Angel Hernandez, telling him how terrible he is at his job. All of these things true. Uh, now, before we get into that, I'll finish kind of talking about what happened, and then we'll get into the discussion about the umpires. But uh, the cool thing is, after Harper was ejected, uh, he was walking, and he took his time leaving the field, but walking to the Phillies dugout, and then he launched his batting helmet into the stance. I've never seen somebody do this before. It ends up that a kid gets it. He's wearing Bryce Harper's batting helmet, sitting there in the stands watching the game. Uh, Harper ended up signing the helmet for him after the game. Like it, it was a great moment for that kid. Not such a great moment for Bryce Harper. Again, the game doesn't matter. But it was just another example of an umpire who's been allowed to get away with being terrible at his job for far too long. Angel Hernandez does not deserve to have a job as a professional umpire. He does not deserve to work for Major League Baseball anymore. I wouldn't trust him to work in the cafeteria in the Phillies media hall because I don't know that he could see the mashed potatoes from the French fries. Like that guy has absolutely no clue what is going on. And you're putting him in a spot year in and year out where he can affect games at the Major League level and everybody complains about him. Like every time. There's got to be something with him, whether it's his ego getting in the way, whether it's his lack of being able to see straight getting in the way, whether it's just he wants to go home early and he doesn't want to make the right calls. Whatever it is, Angel Hernandez is hands down the worst umpire, not just in baseball, but all of professional sports. I, I can't even think of a close second. He's terrible. And it just shows you that Major League Baseball needs to crack down on this. People are already calling for robot umpires, and there are some good umpires out there. There are some guys that deserve to keep their job that are good, all things considered, at what they do, there's always going to be human error, right? Guys are going to miss calls, even the best. But there are a bunch of guys out there who are good at umpiring. I'll still be mad at you if you make the wrong call or if you throw somebody out trying to insert yourself in the game, but that's not every single umpire. The issue is that bad calls like Angel Hernandez get run all over. You see someone make a good strike call on the outside corner, that's not a highlight that makes Sports Center. You see what happened with Angel Hernandez and Bryce Harper last night, and he's his face is his face is plastered all over social media with people saying how bad he is at his job. That's not a good look for major league umpires, and it causes people to call for robot umpires and to basically kill their career. So, for the sake of major league umpires, and I'm anti-robot ump because even though I'm also anti-regular ump, <laughs> I, just, I just like to argue. Um, I do think the human element of a game like baseball is important, and I don't think just like a box that tells you whether or not it's a strike, that doesn't feel like baseball to me. But Angel Hernandez makes a good case for why it should be, because he can't figure anything out, and not just him, 
but no one, there's no checks and balances with it. So it, it was absolutely terrible last night. I hate seeing that. It gets me so angry every darn time, whether the game matters or not, because I hate incompetency. I hate people who are allowed to get away with being terrible at their job for whatever reason. And there's no reason why Angel Hernandez should still be employed as an umpire by Major League Baseball. So uh, that was fun. That was the big takeaway of last night's game and a game that didn't matter and there wasn't much going on. The Phillies lose 3-2 to two to the Pirates. Uh, cool, whatever doesn't matter win or lose they're already locked in that's fine like i'm not losing any sleep over it everyone got out healthy uh bryce harper got some extra time to not have to worry about playing because uh he spent the last uh the rest of the night in the dugout or sorry in the locker room rather but i just i can't see what happened with angel hernandez last night and not let it go and let it go uncommented on it's just it's unacceptable and major league baseball continues to accept it i think it's the last great hurdle that they have in this past I don't know, decade or so of making changes to the game and trying to improve what you're doing to bring a younger audience and a bigger audience back to the sport. You got to figure out what's going on with umpires like Angel Hernandez and you got to get them out of the game one way or another. And if he keeps being bad, the public's going to call for that to be a removal of all human umpires. And I don't think that's the right way to handle it, but Angel Hernandez is going to force your hand if you don't cut him out first. It's just an annoying situation by uh, a big league with a lot of money at stake that just continues to employ incompetent people at the umpiring position. But we're going to get into some fun stuff, okay? The Phil's Mets, uh, they got postponed because of inclement weather. That's not as fun, but, I mean, uh, you're going to have a chance to see a doubleheader tomorrow, single admission doubleheader up there at Shea Stadium. Game one is going to start at 4.10 p.m., I believe they said. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that all up there. We'll look forward to the series with the Mets, and we'll talk about the uh, the postponement and whether or not it actually could help the Philadelphia Phillies. So we'll discuss as we continue Locked On Phillies. First of all, I want to tell you about my friends over at Sleeper, okay? We've only got three games left. The MLB playoffs are right around the corner which means the clock's taking on your chance to win 100 times your money uh, playing daily fantasy baseball. Baseball's never been more exciting than it is now. I mean, you just watch Ronald Acuna Jr. lift up second base down at Truist Park triumphantly as he stole his 70th base for a 40-70 season. Like, that's insane. Are you kidding me? There's crazy stuff going on all over baseball. So you pick your favorite players. You pick their over or under on home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more of those normal stats. And you can get up to 100 times payout on Sleeper if you get them right. Just get your picks right, and you could win big. It's super easy to set up. You just select the player, the stat, whether you think they'll get more or less. You can pick up the eight. And, of course, you pick all eight, you're going to win even more money because it's tougher to get all that correct. Well, also – you can use promo code locked on and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms are used for details and go ahead and check them out. Number one spot for daily fantasy baseball. All right. Phillies, Mets, postponed tonight. Game one will be tomorrow at 410. Game two will be tomorrow at 710. A bit of a double header there to round out the year. They've got one more after that on October 1st. But uh, yeah, you're looking at the double header with the Mets to start off the final series. So away series. Uh, you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of all of those games on the Sirius XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. Now, I feel two types of ways about the uh, the postponement. My initial thought is, could this maybe help the Phillies in that uh, last night you saw like Kyle Schwarber hit a leadoff home run. Bryce Harper was playing like there's still some star guys are still out there playing. Some of your starters have gotten back because you don't want them to just sit the whole time. Uh, they might 
be not as focused as they normally are. They might play like six innings and then you get someone else in. But the more off days you can have for these guys at this point, probably the better rest that you can get. You don't want them to be rusty. You want them to be able to play. But here's the thing. Even when you give them an off night, like uh, you're you're not playing for like Harper. You're not playing first base today. You're just DHing. He's still going to go through batting practice and all that. When you talk about getting warmed up for a major league game, that's getting to the stadium like a couple hours ahead of time to do BP for a couple hours to stretch, workout, training room treatment and stuff like that. Like there's a lot that goes into getting ready for a baseball game. It's not just playing the game. And even for guys that are getting the night off, sometimes that's a lot of stuff to go through. It takes up time that they could be doing other stuff, rehabbing uh, a potential injury, like if you've got some soreness or something. These guys play through stuff. Maybe there's something they can work on with a day off that they wouldn't have been able to. So, yeah, getting an actual day off as opposed to just you're not playing tonight uh, does make a difference. And this game being postponed gives the Phillies a day off. And then they'll play for two days. One day it'll be 18 innings of baseball, which is a lot, but still it'll be mostly backups. You'll play for two days, then you get another off day, and then you'll go into a series against whoever. So uh, maybe it'll actually help them a little bit. I mean, that was my initial thought. And then I start thinking about it, and I say, okay, well, the longer day that you have for the doubleheader, it's going to make it harder on the bullpen to go ahead and get through that. So does that end up affecting the Phillies come – the wild card series, like a doubleheader feels a lot more grueling than and just because it is two games in two days, two games in a period of like seven hours is going to be a little bit tough. So that's not ideal. So that could end up backfiring. I'm going to look at the starters proposed now for those games. Um, looks like Sanchez, uh, Christopher Sanchez was initially going to throw the second game uh, for the game postponed. They don't have it listed. I believe it was going to be, um, it was, let's see. So Wheeler threw last night and now you've got, I guess it was supposed to be Nola, but Nola's throwing game two of the wild card series. Most likely it kind of muddies the water as to who's pitching where and who's doing what. So it makes it a little bit more complicated to time out your rotation and your bullpen and everything and make sure everyone's both healthy, rested. Well, I guess all of the above. Healthy, rested, but not rusty for the wild card series. So that's something that Rob Thompson's got to balance. It's a little bit more complicated because of the doubleheader than you thought it was going to be. I mean, you look at it, though. Uh, this is just not remotely a series that matters. I don't know any other way to put it. Like, I still think you should go watch it or go ahead and listen to it with our friends on the SiriusXM app. Again, just go to SXM app and search Phillies to pull up every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of this Mets series. So you can go ahead and check it out. Game one at 4, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. So it's a good way to listen. But it's just it's hard to break down a series with the actual X's and O's of it when I guess they don't use X's and O's in baseball. I guess that's more of a football or basketball term. Bottom line is it's hard to break down the actual like, oh, who's playing where and who's doing what and what to watch for in the series when it doesn't actually matter. It feels kind of like Eagles preseason. You might see a guy or two that actually matters to the team. You might see some of the more important players just not play at all. Uh, you're not really learning anything. You're seeing some action, but ultimately it's uh, it doesn't matter. You're just trying to get through healthy. Healthy is the number one thing. And they're going to be very cautious about that. You've already seen, like, players aren't running fully hard 90s, uh, as we call them, which means basically running as hard as they can from base to base, like trying to leg out infield hits and stuff like that. 
like people will still want to try and do that. Harper seems like the typical guy uh, that would still bust it, even if the Phillies were playing games that doesn't matter. But the goal for the coaching staff is figure out not only how do you get out healthy, but how do you get out healthy with everyone in the right type of momentum and the right rotation to have your best arms available for the playoffs in the order you want them to be. It's a complicated thing still that they got to work out, but it's much easier when you clinch. It's much easier when you're already locked into your postseason positioning. And the Philadelphia Phillies have that luxury. They're the top wildcard seed. They know they're going to have three games of Citizens Bank Park coming up starting on October 3rd. They know they're welcoming a team in, but they don't know what team that's going to be. And I ran you through some scenarios in yesterday's episode. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, you can go back and check that out uh, wherever you get your podcasts or on the YouTube channel as well. Just go to yesterday's episode where uh, I talked about them winning the hangover game, but then also uh, what the wild card situation is in the National League that they need to keep an eye on. Well, they got some help. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they're not exactly ready for the postseason yet. And none of the other teams in the NL wildcard race are locked in. So, uh, yeah, advantage Phillies. Well, there's a big thing that says so if they face the Diamondbacks and if they face another team, man, we haven't even gotten into uh, the ways that this longer race for the wild card seeding could affect the Cubs and the Marlins or any other team that makes it in. So uh, we'll discuss that coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends over at DoorDash, okay? Do you love the convenience of getting what you want just sent right to your door? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings super conveniently. There's such an easy way to do it. I mean, you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. Now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. All right? With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood. You'll boost your local economy. With each and every order, I mean, it's super convenient. You're going to get exactly what you ordered, or DoorDash is going to make it right for you. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. I mean, you want even more value? How could you want more value than that? Okay, we're going to give it to you anyway. You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a DashPass membership. So it's even better there, saving some money. Who doesn't love that with DashPass? Dash pass. That's hard to say. And with easy substitutions right in the app and the best in-class customer support, uh, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. And get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use, co- when you use code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONMLB. Don't forget. That's code locked on MLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right, so here's what's going on, right? So the Diamondbacks played the Chicago White Sox yesterday, and they ended up losing. So that was huge for the Philadelphia Phillies because if the Diamondbacks had won yesterday, they would have had an opportunity to potentially clinch the second seed and a playoff berth, and they'd be locked in and they could set up their rotation. But the Diamondbacks are still playing for things, man. Uh, the wild card right now, they're a game and a half up on the Miami Marlins, who are now in the final wild card spot. The Cubs are a half game out. They're on the outside looking in. So the Marlins, yeah, they won yesterday. The Cubs, uh, they lost yesterday. Or sorry, the Marlins didn't play yesterday. The Cubs lost yesterday. So they dropped down a little bit. But the Diamondbacks also lost, so they haven't clinched. Here's why that's a big deal. Because if the, if the Diamondbacks had clinched yesterday – 
Today's game would not matter for them. They'd be locked into the seed. They'd be setting up their rotation just like the Phillies are. Instead, you know what's going on? The Arizona Diamondbacks, they're going to Houston in a huge series. Uh, or I'd rather, they're going back home and Houston's coming to them. And game one of that, J.P. France is facing off against Zach Gallen. Yeah, that's Zach Gallen. The best pitcher on their team, Zach Gallen. The NL Cy Young candidate, Zach Gallen. The, oh, I don't really want to see him in a postseason game where everything has huge implications, Zach Gallen. Yeah, well, because he's throwing today, you know what that means? Well, I'll just break this out for you mathematically. Today is Friday, September 29th. Tomorrow's the 30th. Then we'll jump into October. Sunday's the first. Monday's the second. And Tuesday is when you play game one, the third. That means that if Gallon throws today of one, two, three days of rest, they're not throwing him on three days of rest. They've already said the earliest he's going to throw is game two of the wild card series against whoever it might be. So if it's Phillies Diamondbacks at Citizens Bank Park, game one, you're not getting Zach Allen. Guess what? If the Diamondbacks don't clinch today, well, let's go ahead and look and see who they're throwing tomorrow because I believe – that if they don't clinch today, they're going to be looking at a situation where they're going to have to throw their number two tomorrow, which would be even better. So let's see if they've announced pitchers. Uh, yes. So scheduled for tomorrow's game is Merrill Kelly. If the Diamondbacks lose today, and let's say, I don't know, the Cubs and Marlins both win, well, then you could be looking at a situation where another team might come in here, but you're also looking at a situation where the Diamondbacks will have to throw Merrill Kelly. He might not be able to throw at all in the wild card series. And he's been very, very good. I mean, he's got a 3380 ERA over 170 and two thirds innings. He struck out 182. I mean, that's a good pitcher. If he's not available, they don't have much else in that rotation. And that's the weaker spot. Like Gallon, Kelly, those are their guys. That's how you get through a wild card series. You might not have to see one of them. And the other one that you do see, you might not have to see until game two, and you could already be up on one nothing. So everything looks advantageous. The perfect thing for the Phillies would be the Diamondbacks lose the day, the Cubs win today, the Marlins, I guess the Marlins win today too, and then the Diamondbacks win out so that you have to face the Diamondbacks, because I don't want the Marlins, but you have to face the Diamondbacks without their best pitchers available. That would be ideal. If it flips and the Marlins come in or whatever, or the Cubs at this point, I don't know how their rotations are set up. I feel very strongly that the Diamondbacks are still going to end up being the team you play. But Diamondbacks-Houston, I mean, you look at the standings over in the American League for the Houston Astros and their wild card standing, they're currently holding on to the last wild card spot by one game over the Seattle Mariners. They need this series too. It's going to be a heck of a series, honestly. That's one that might be worth watching over the Phillies and Mets. And the Phillies and Mets are off tonight, so you have a night, uh, chance to watch that. Uh, let me see if that game is on anything. Um, yeah, well, you can listen on the SiriusXM app. You just got to go ahead and search one of those team names for whatever broadcast you want. You can also do that for all Phillies games. But uh, go ahead and check your local TV listings and see if you can catch that one because that's going to be a doozy. A lot still to be figured out. That's nice that the Phillies are sitting with their feet up, ready to go on, go ahead and take on whoever comes in. But yeah, interesting stuff as we draw another day closer to a red October. Uh, that's all for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.